Good morning. You were listening to Blue Collar Tribe Podcast. I'm your host, Splash. It is August 21st, 2020. And before we get any further, I am fucking hot right now. So let's just get that out of the way. It's going to be a fun episode. I have a guest with me, and she's just looking at me like I'm crazy. (laughs) We're in day 17,280 of COVID-19. We're still wearing masks this far into it. You're looking at me all crazy. I just can't believe we're talking about COVID on your Blue Collar Tribe podcast. It's important. We're in day 17,000. Sometimes it's nice to pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, For all those that don't know that voice in the background, that is my wife. How are you? I'm good. You're good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm good. It just does feel like they... What did you say? 17,000? 17,000. 17, <laughs> Day 17,000. That's what it feels like. It does. Everywhere we go, we get out of our car. I forget my mask. Why are you coming back? I forgot my damn mask. I saw this really funny meme the other day that said, I was in Walmart and my mask popped off. It felt like it, it, this mu- See, I always screw it up when I try to <laughs> explain it. We're waiting. <laughs> what popped off? <laughs> <laughs> This must be what it feels like when your titty pops out of your shirt. <laughs> That's so true. How naked do you feel now? Like it, and how interesting it is that we conform so quickly to a new norm. Well, I'm going to speak for all as blue collar people. We've always worn masks. Yeah. Well, there's plumbers, painters, drywallers. It's a, it's a normal that is, having a mask on us on our trucks is normal. But going in to get gas and being told, hey, you can't come in without your mask, I'm just going to start wearing my respirator around because these little masks don't do shit. Well, I think the difference is is that you're wearing masks to prevent breathing in toxic fumes or dust particles or whatever it might be. You're you're wearing a mask to prevent breathing in stuff. But for COVID, they've convinced us that wearing the mask limits what we're breathing out. Well, that's the best word you use today. Well, besides titty <laughs> popping out, is that it limits the the what's coming out of you if you are sick. We don't get in COVID that much. I do talk, I do talk about it, but yes, we're we're still wearing our masks. But okay, I actually brought you on for a reason. You recently have been on job sites with us more so than being in the back office. What do you think? <laughs> but I'll say this. I come home and I tell you stories, like when the dude brought a hooker on the job site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's an episode. Go listen to it. It's one of the first ones. And I know sometimes you may look at me like, really, this happened? I think in the last about 60 days, you've kind of seen, you know, the the little things I talk about. That I'm like, oh, my God, this happened today. Um, and, they, and, and a lot of this does fall on me because I, I am a little bit disorganized on my job site, you know, so I'll take accountability for that. But. Any surprises? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's very different. I mean, I work in management, so I manage I manage a large team. And uh, the blue-collar management is extremely different than, we'll say, white-collar corporate America mm-hmm. management. And in, in the way that people receive information and the way you have to – the way you have to work with people. And, you know, like I was working with, you know, the guys and helping them set up this – this new app that we have that, well, for that helps, yeah, it helps with payroll and tracking time, and it all links together in QuickBooks. It's, it's really awesome and makes my job running payroll so much easier. Um, 
But anyways, it was a little bit frustrating setting it up. And, you know, when I manage people, I don't ever have to get a little more aggressive or change my tone. You know, they, they very much listen to what I say and, and, and do what I, what I ask and from a place of respect, right. And professionalism. And when I'm helping your guys set these, this app up, I couldn't believe the tone and the attitude and the frustration where I finally had to say to this guy, like, chill the fuck out. Like, I can't help yeah. you if you don't calm down and just give me a second. And, 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 and talking in a way that I've never had to talk. So it really is a different culture. And I think that that is, that's interesting to experience that different in culture, difference in culture and to, you know, you hear it, but I've never experienced it. So, yeah. so have that experience on both sides. It's like, oh, wow, there really is a difference in blue collar and white collar. And I have to say, it's it's really nice. You know, I had take the motto of do business from the heart. And I think whether that's white collar or blue collar, you should always act from a place of love and respect for anybody you're talking to mm -hmm. and not like power, like oh, I'm your boss and you're going to listen to me. Yeah. Uh, but I think that it takes you know, I think you do have to kind of wrench in a little bit deeper with uh, a blue collar guy who's used to just like, oh, fuck, I'm going to do what I want to do. Even the women that are blue collar. We've had some, we've, we've employed women who uh -huh. are blue collar as well. Um, that's funny you said, because you would never, ever um, drop an F-bomb in one of your meetings for what you're, with your job. Like, when you're talking to someone about, uh, you know, what with timekeeping or just something, you would never, that's not normal. So when you told never. me that you had, that you did that, you know, the guy, he's like, man, your wife's pretty tough. I'm like, yeah, don't fuck around. Well, he said to me, he said, Hey, once we got the app finished. So this is after everything's done. Yeah. He's like, Hey, so thanks for putting me in my spot. You know, like, it's, it's funny that you talked to me like that, not knowing how I was going to react. And I'm like, and I thought to myself, <laughs> like how you're going to react. Like, I'll fire you in a fucking heartbeat. That's the great thing about owning your own business. You know, for me in corporate America, it takes an act of Congress for me to fire somebody. <laughs> when I work for Splash, you want to act like a dick, I'll fire you right now. And I don't even care. <laughs> Get the fuck off my job site. <laughs> so it is kind of cool to be like totally authentic and, mm -hmm. and be able to say what you want to say. But I still believe that you can, you know, that you must be respectful. You should always do business from the heart, you know, really love on people, show them that you appreciate them. And we've built them. our business that way. I'm very, I, I like to keep things, you say build from the heart. I like to keep things human. I'm very human. Like, and there are times when I know I have to go into work and talk to one of our employees and sometimes even customers, we're not just going to label this just to the employees because yeah. you've seen the customer side too. There's a lot of you Karens out there. The the yeah. So, but you'll tell me like, Hey, you got to be nice. And I think you're starting to see like, when I tell you like, Hey, I got to be a little more assertive because I'm the kind of boss, like it's Tuesday. All right, let's order Buffalo wings for no reason. And it could be like, it's been last three weeks. We've done that. Obviously we're in a bigger job right now, but I try to, you know, do those things. Like, um, I, I, I've been bringing water cases, of water to our job site and we're in interior right now. And one of my guys like, Oh you man, you don't need to buy us water. I'm like, yeah, I do watch. I brought water and one of my other guys came and said, like, oh man, thank you for water. I don't need to go buy it anymore. Like I keep it human that way. But there are times that I come home like, oh my God, I got to fucking ring into this dude tomorrow because of X, Y, Z. And you're like, hey, you know, be nice. But having you see that side where sometimes I have to be like, I don't like to be over level over people. Like, you know who the boss is. It's, you know where the paycheck comes from. But, you know, blue collar people have this mentality sometimes. And I'm a victim of it. I've done it myself. And I've worked for the people like, fuck you. I know what I'm doing. Like, you don't get to tell me how to do the job. You don't get to tell me how to do this or where I need to be at this day 
we've been on this job. So I know exactly where I need to go tomorrow kind of thing. But we've seen, you've started to see that, like, you got to be a little bit more rough. I don't know if that's the right word. Maybe that's the wrong word I'm thinking of. But I don't know. It's, it's been fun that you've seen that uh, that side. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> you don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I should say it or not. You can speak for on a podcast. So no, we want to hear I, from no, you. I like it. It's it, it's interesting. I, I like it. I like, yeah. And then the customers. Oh, God. I have no patience for that shit. No. I walk away. You do all of that. I just walk I, away like, oh, you're not you today. You would choke a customer. Not today. Not today. We're not. I'll yeah. walk away. And that's why I'm a little fired up right now. I have a customer that wanted a door done a certain way, and, and now they want it differently. And I'm just like, fuck, like, I put so much time into this already, you know, and it's a fix that we have to do, um, you know, and I... I try not to be that person that's like, and over the last 12 months, I've been like, if you want extra work, I'm going to start charging you, you know, because you can't run a business. And that's what we talk about on this. Like you can't run a business function. There's a point where you're like, Hey, I'll do it the way you want it. However, it's going to cost you more money to do it that way. And that's just a blue collar thing. And I think that, uh, um, in the years we've owned our business, you've taught me that I need, I, I'm very much, uh, I don't like conflict, but when I have to be in a conflict situation, I'm not nice. Yeah. And it's not like, it's not that I intentionally try to be a dick. It's just, that's just part of my personality that comes out. Oh, you deal with it well. I do, but I, I'm very, I say things that people are thinking. <laughs> I, I, I like that effect of being able to tell someone something and they're like, did you really just say that? Like, yeah, I did. Like, that's... You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> we all think it, but fuck, Robbie, you don't say it. But I will say it, though, and the customer just looks at me, but that that is part of my business mentality. Like, I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, sure, we'll do this, but it's going to be another $5,000. dollars There's going to be another X amount of dollars. Like, yeah. oh. But that's why you're good at you're good at that too. Like you, you're good at not allowing people to to take advantage and walk all over you, but being able to you know advocate for what you need. Also, mm -hmm. where I probably would be like, eh, I don't really want to have to deal with them. I don't want to have a difficult conversation about this. I'll just do it. Fuck it. It's not that much. Mm -hmm. So, I've gotten questions about how it is working. You know, I've, I've mentioned before that you work with us this last year, you've been more involved. You've always been involved, but never like you're doing payroll. Now you're doing all the back, the bookkeeping, the bookkeeping side stuff. Um, you know, we, I know we have a few couples that listen that they work together and some of them are like, Hey, I don't know if I want to bring my spouse on any, uh, <laughs> any advice. Because we're both fiery, but we we are truly the yin and yang of each other. Like we very we complement each other. But even if you don't, there's some areas that we're like, nope, it's this way or that way. Like, what are things that you would feel that uh, you maybe could tell the listeners? Like, this is what I've noticed. Like, this is the thing. Because when you started being, and you're going to be coming, you'll be doing more with Splash as we're as as we've been as we move forward. Um, I really, I really enjoy the behind the scenes part of Splash. I love doing the books. I love doing payroll, you know, responding to emails and customers and trying to keep things, you know, more organized and moving. You want to talk about my emails? Uh, <laughs> this dude. Oh my God. You know how you go to the store and they're like, oh, what's your email address? He gives our business email address for everything. Anything he's signing up for online or in the store or whatever. I had to sit and spend an entire day unsubscribing to the most like bullshit emails ever. Pokemon Go. Like, 
Really? Oh, that's why I can't log into that anymore. Yeah, that's why. Figure <laughs> it. You can figure it out. You've got a personal email address. Use that. And so I. It's just so much of a habit to give that out. Oh my gosh, it has driven me crazy. Um, but hey, I don't have a thousand emails anymore. Like I had like three thousand in there. Every day you check them. Yeah, not thanks good. to you. <laughs> Web. I, I do want to talk about this because I want this to be a little bit of information. As you're talking about doing the back doors, mm-hmm. you're a big webinar person. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. this is things that this, this is my weakness to our business. I'm, I'll all admit my weaknesses is like, I just hired a company to do it. Right. But you figured out, you've saved us probably a thousand dollars a month. Well, I think that there is a huge benefit. Don't like, don't sell that short. I think there's a huge benefit in, in outsourcing to a third party when it's something that you really either can't do yourself because you don't have the skill set. Or you just don't have the time to, right? When you're messing with your books and payroll and things like that, it's not really something that you can play around with. So you should outsource it if you don't know what you're doing. So for us to bring it back in-house and not pay a company to do it, I needed to make sure that I understood all the ins and outs, what can be expensed, how it should expense, how owner draws are done on on the books, uh, you know, making sure that payroll was accurate, making sure we're paying you know, um, our taxes accurately. And, you know, I think QuickBooks is fantastic for that, but in order to really master it, you're right. I did. I signed up for a ton of webinars. I took a bunch of classes. I'm still taking a bunch of classes because I really want to make sure that it's right. I I think it would have been easier to do that from the very beginning before you're like five years into your books and then trying to pick it up and go, wow, well, where's this at? Or how's this work? Or, But I'm figuring it out. It's working yeah. really well. So if you don't have that skill set, maybe take classes, webinars, figure yeah. it out. If you want to, if you have interest in that, it's not very difficult. No. Um, QuickBooks is, is really awesome and pretty easy to use. And then, like I said, they have a ton of webinars. And if it's not something you're good at, then yeah, absolutely. Because the two of you may be really good at the labor part. And and neither one of you to like a couple as you're getting your business. It's okay to hire. You know, and I don't, don't mistake, like, you've always been part of the business. Mm -hmm. You've always seen the bank account. There's never been anything hidden. But you've seen our growth. For some, this year, we've grown a lot. Last year, we grew a lot as well. This Mm -hmm. year is like, okay, we have to keep the consistency of the employees, the, the taxes need to be paid and all those other things. So well, that's where- that really strong when you, you think about it like a, like a seed, right? Like we planted the seed five, six years ago and over, you know, these last few years, maybe we'll say it's like an avocado. It takes a long time. <laughs> Shut <to> up. <laughs> root up. But no, it's, it's really good, right? Time's not real. So it doesn't matter how long yeah. it takes. It just matters that you stay consistent. You work your ass but off. But you pushed me. And right. But we, you know, we planted that seed, we've watered it, we've taken care of it, we've nourished it. It's really, really rooted up and the roots are deep and strong. And now we're starting to come above the ground and, and really sprout it over the last year or two. And, and our bank account shows it. our business books show that profit and loss shows that, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're doing really, really well. And, you know, I'm looking forward to quitting my six figure year job. And, You're going to announce that here. Mm-hmm. And B, we made that decision back in July. And so, can know, I tell the I'm story how it forward. started? <laughs> so for, I'm so happy you said that. So for the last, um, for the last four years, I've kind of, in passing, hey, babe, man, like, gosh, I got to hire this person. No, just do it yourself. And then I ended up hiring somebody. Um, and so on July 4th, we were we were camping, and I, I had just passed it on to you, like, you know, I really wish that you could work for us. You know, work. <laughs> yeah. And I always say us. I never say for me, because 
you're 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 Miss Splash. You may not be the face right. of the camera. You're a lot cuter than I am. I gave myself a title though. I'm the managing director. Assistant to the regional? Mm, no. Oh, okay. So that's your job. You did win a Dundee though. I did win a Dundee. <laughs> you did win a Dundee. We, we we're gonna we're incorporating Dundees in our business. So, anyways, I had made in past like, hey, you're li-, and I think I said it like this, like, you know, our business is growing right now. Look at our bank account. I'm not going to be able to control this. I know, I know that about myself. And blue collar people, it's okay to admit where you aren't strong at. Like, I know there's this big thing of like, not I got to be Mr. Billy, big badass. It's okay to not be. Um, and I said, man, I wish you could work. And then the next day, you didn't really say anything about it. You just kind of looked at me like, yeah, whatever. I've heard this before. You asked me what what's my number one worry, and I think when I said it to you, it kind of like did the head tilt of like that's your worry, because it's funny. Like I don't worry about the money, I don't worry about anything in the structurality of it. It was just the way you bust my balls about shit. You do it in a loving way, but sometimes I take it as like God get off my ass, because you're very A B C D, and you're very all over the freaking place. Yeah. You start on F and then you're like, oh, wait, I can't really do F until I did A. So I'm going to go back to A. And then all of a sudden you're on G and you're like, oh, but. And so then you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth all day. I'm like, holy shit, you're giving me whiplash. You're right. I'm very like, I'm very organized. I'm very, I'm not. All don't get, don't get me wrong. I am organized, but it's, it's a difference. But you're it's organized you. in your own mind. Anybody yes. watching would be like, what the hell is yeah. going on? I can't keep up with this. But I think you've learned that. It's okay to be different. You just can't expect anybody else to be like you because yeah. that is not so. Happen. We set a goal. We had a conversation like, "Hey, I really want to quit my job and do this, but I need these things." And when you said "I," was meaning we need these things. And so we've set those goals. We've had a money goal, what we want our bank account, what mm-hmm. that picture looks like, and we're striving for it. And um, we don't fight. I can't no, think. We don't, we don't, we don't ever fight. You know, there's conversations like, Hey, don't go spend this. And then I look at Amazon um, or she'll say, don't go spend me? this. And then a package shows up. The only <laughs> thing I told you is quit using our business account to buy coins. This, this stock market stuff. It's a, my retirement. I looked it up. I'm a crypto guy. No, we've it's made, fun. I'm glad. We, that, I'm we've glad made that a lot do. of. We've actually made a lot of money, but it's I'm the glad one you way do that. It's just really hard to put it in the books and make it, it look is. like not a fun hobby. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a hobby. I mean, we've we've lost and we've made some this year, but it's our retirement. We call it an investment. It's an investment, and it is though. Yeah, it absolutely is, and because I don't have that in the foot place, like I'm not in a structured, you know, white collar job. Like for for the company you work for, they have a 401k. They have. Right. those things so business-wise you are actually allowed to do this guys there are you know ways to do it but yeah because i think one night i bought like a thousand dollars worth of coins you're like whoa what i'm like just just let it go like trust me this i'm not gonna tell you the name because we've already made we've already doubled our money i'm like i'm not gonna just let it happen like you know but no i'm excited that you're that the kids are excited too you we've the work-life balance is the number one thing for us. We got a little bit of ways to go, but oh yeah, we we're do. Set, you know, we've set our intentions, and again, time's not real, right? So we set our intentions. Where we know what we're working towards. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a huge goal, and you know, you know, I don't want to be a painter, so that definitely won't be in my job description. No, I but you are really good at it. Yeah, I, I, and I enjoy coming and helping, and 
and whatever, but I don't want it to be something that, oh, like in order to keep you busy, you need to be painting too, because no. I'd much rather sit on my ass. No, there's other things. And we, we've launched our other business, Splashco, and that has taken off. We, we've done a lot of things and we're making some changes. I know, and I didn't say this up front, so I apologize. Now you all know why the podcast hasn't been daily and weekly. There have been the last three weeks or even four weeks, we've been nonstop from almost, we'll say five or six in the morning up yeah. till nine, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. It's because there's so many working parts right now. We're doing a lot of interviews. We're hiring a lot of people. We're doing this subbing. We have sub crews now. So. Well, and you're running two different businesses, right? Like yeah. you have your paint business slash painting. And then we have our social media marketing business splash co and they're both full-time jobs and in order to work two full-time jobs that takes a we're, a inc long full we're day. including tiktok in the splash go right i just want to make mm -hmm. sure that we count that as work time yeah guys go check out his tiktok <laughs> tiktok is like oh my god i downloaded this fucking app and i'm so mad at myself for she it. would get mad at me for making videos what are you doing i'm like tiktok so oh one night god. you're like let's watch tiktok together i thought it was something like you know all i knew about tiktok was little dancing kid things like the kids daughter. dancing and acting like that was called dancing. Let's face it, that's not dancing, or at least not good dancing. But <laughs> he just so, broke a million TikTok hearts. I know. So <laughs> Robbie, he started doing his TikToks, like you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. So, another app, another thing with the camera in your face. So uh, a few months ago, you know, we're all bored with COVID, and I download TikTok and start looking at some things, and oh my god, if you have not seen the like the kids voiceovers. Or the dogs of TikTok, you're really missing out. Or the blue colors of TikTok. There's some pretty they're, badass ones. Yeah, there really are. They're funny. They they're funny though, because you got these grown ass men out dancing on the job site or women and they're dancing. Well, let's give him a shout out, like Scott D. Henry. He's all over. Yeah, he's <laughs> funny. And people and people will make really shitty, funny comments like And then we play on him. Is anybody else grossed out by how dirty he is? We're like no dirty hands clean money bitch that's he's, how we roll he's a working man like what do you expect him to oh my gosh so it's it's really funny so if you've not downloaded tiktok yet are you TikTok then famous you yet? should and you should come and follow me if you if you don't follow splash you should but you should definitely come follow do you have me. a username i am sarah smith i know that's your name sarah smith that but that's my username too. oh i am i am, I am sarah smith Oh, okay. I am the OG. You are the OG. <laughs> yeah. We're in Utah. Watch how you use that last name of mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody, are you related to the Joseph of the Smith? I'm not. We're not. We're not. <laughs> but, but yeah, so follow me on TikTok. I am TikTok famous. I have a, over a thousand followers now. Is that what famous is? Over a thousand? I mean, I thought you're Her number one video watches of our dog farting. Yeah, it was just a sound over. It really wasn't the dog farting. But the, Are you her, sure? Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> and then our and then our 15 year old, how old is Aiden? Shit. 15. 14. Almost, he's 14, yeah. Yeah, he'll be 15. He, he asked if we could hire a babysitter because he thinks they're cute. Anyways, go watch. It's funny. Yeah. Give me some likes. I'm all of a sudden turning your podcast into my like TikTok marketing. It's okay. Come to Splash Co. <laughs> That's our TikTok. We'll be doing, uh, I'll just tell you, we'll do the announcement now because we've been talking about it. You're going to see some short clips on TikTok on our on our Splash Co page. 
um, of new products coming out, new products that I do test. And then all the giveaways will be done over on Instagram. So yeah. And duet us. If it's something that you already have that you use, you know, duet the product mm -hmm. and make a video, you know, you, you can just put the little push little share thing and hit duet. That Milwaukee pack out's coming along. Nice. Yes. You saw that Milwaukee's liking it. They're like what we're doing on there. Yeah. Um, and your stupid glasses, Pit they're Viper. getting famous. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. They're not stupid. They're hilarious. <laughs> but that's what they are. They're hilarious. No, no, no. Let's be true. We saw a, a, a little boy. We saw a 15-year-old kid. We're talking to our neighbors this morning, driving by wearing these glasses. And he stopped and talked to us for a minute. And they're like, oh, those are good on you. I'm like, those are the same glasses I have. Well, they're growing on me like a fungus. But they're growing <laughs> on me. But They're you still not my favorite. But you can't wear any of mine, though. I don't look at those pit vipers like, oh, damn, baby, you look so hot. Even when I have my mullet? Especially with the mullet. I'm like, eh. Business in the front, party in the back. Are you talking about your big butt? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the good thing about her, you can't wear my pit vipers because I have such a huge head. I've stretched them out. You they just fall off head. your face. Oh, you head. put them on yesterday and they just dropped to the floor. I'm like, can you not hold them? Like, no, they don't fit my face. They're massive. <laughs> so, um, we can talk for hours about this. So you're 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 gonna be coming full time. We don't we have we haven't set an actual we have set a date, but there's it's more so well, we didn't set a date. There, there's more things in our life that we like a certain we certain have, things. We have goals we're going to achieve, and when those hey, are but achieved, I, then I want to reel this back in a little bit to the blue collar side about being business owners and being it. We're in, and I and I strive everyone to do this. We are financially debt free with our business. Yep. That was the one promise. Like there were promises that within our business we would never have debt. Right. Car loans, truck loans. And it's hard because those things are so enticing. When you're making a lot of money, it's really easy to look at, you know, these brand new trucks and think, oh man, I would look so good pulling up in that. But you have to ask yourself, like, what are you serving? Are you serving your business and the overall greater good of your, your income and having that, that, you know, equity built in your business? Or are you serving your own ego? Like I would look really good in this and I want it and I deserve it because I work hard. And there's nothing wrong with that being something you work towards, but it shouldn't be your first big paycheck. It should be something that you really plan for because you can write it off. Not enough that it justifies you're buying a $60,000 truck, right? It's not <laughs> like you're getting your, oh, it's a write-off. So I get my 60 grand back. Yeah. It's like we'd be stupid not to do it. It's not like that. That's not how you get write-offs, but it can be something you work for. It can be a goal that you set and, and, and something you work to achieve. And, and then when you work really hard and you earn it, that's when you deserve it. That's when you're not serving your ego of, but I'm going to look so badass showing up in this truck. So make sure that you, you know, take time to grow. And it's not hard. I, I will say this. It is not hard to own a business and be debt free. No. It's not. I have a work truck. I have plenty, all my tools, you know, I just budget it that way. So it's not hard. And, and I have a lot of friends that, you know, we have a lot of friends in the painting community that are like, no, I just don't get. And there are some businesses now. I'm not, you know, if you're digging, if you're buying a tractor doing landscaping stuff, that's a little bit different. Um, but you can't have the big toys. Speaking of that, we're not getting the new truck, but we're getting a paint job on the Suburban. Right. That's going to be a fun photo op. <laughs> <laughs> i know she's gonna be good but anyways guys just thank you for coming on the show today yeah it's fun thank you now you see what i deal with every day
You're such a goofball. But yeah, I am going to work with you today. So we're going to go. You're going to have to feed me. Uh, I need my coffee. All right, everyone. Thank you again. And again, you know, there's changes coming. So that's why the podcast isn't here. And one last thing before I go. I'm really sad that there's no football. Oh, get over it. We'll talk about this later because she gets mad at me when I talk about it. She just (laughs) wants to throw pacifiers at me like, shut up. No, you just don't complain about something you can't change. I'm passionate about my football and you all know that. All right. Much love, everyone. And remember, if you're out in the world, do two things. Day one, wear your mask as well. That's just where we're at. Second, do something nice for someone. At the drive-thru, you're going to gas station, buy someone a drink, notice someone. Keep everyone aware that you see them as a human. It's important um, because that one, one small act of saying hi or just that acknowledgement, acknowledgement that you see that person can change their day. Anything else? Just have a kick-ass day. All right, blue-collar people. We will talk to you later. Go on TikTok and go to Splash Coat. And what are you again? I am Sarah Smith. Yeah, come follow me. Comment on one of our videos that you're from the podcast. We'll send you a shirt. We need a shirt that says I am Sarah Smith. I agree. (laughs) Totally agree. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have a great day. Hey, good morning, Tom. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. We are no, but sounds uh, good. Is, uh, sorry for the little hiccup, but it happens. We figured it out, though. We did. It's all good, my man. How you doing today? It is. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Let me just do a little bit of introduction first. Good morning, everyone. You were listening to Blue Collar Tribe. I'm your host, Splash. It is the 24th of August. I don't even know what day of COVID we're in. But I have a very special guest. I've been asking him to come on the show. I think he's very valuable to us contractors. Um, but with COVID, it kind of threw our schedules really off for one another. But I have Tom Reber from The Fight Contractor. How are you doing this morning, man? Hey, I'm doing great, man. It's a beautiful day in Colorado, man. I'm just hanging out, doing some work, and chatting with you, man. Good. Well, I'm a huge fan of yours. I silently have been following you for the last year and a half, two years. Um, I, I'm really, I slack at commenting on people's posts, but you are such an inspiration, um, that I, I felt that, especially with everything going on right now, it's the perfect time to have someone that has your, your mentality. So if you don't mind for the audience, give our audience a little bit of background about who and what you are, and we'll, we'll dive into some of the questions I have. Yeah, cool, man. Well, I, I grew up outside of Chicago and, uh, you know, went into the Marines for a while, got out of the Marines, got into sales, this and that. Long story short, ended up uh, building a painting company that did, oh, three, four hundred projects a year. Uh, I sold my half of that business in, uh, I guess it was end of 2011, 2012, right in there. And since then, I've been helping contractors all over the world in every trade pretty much every trade, uh, just grow stronger businesses, make more money, deal with the crap between their ears. Cause that's what holds us all back, man. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just grinding away, having a good time doing that. So you, you used to paint spray, brush, roll, all of it. So you understand the paint game, right? Yep. Good. Good. Um, what was your primarily business model that you guys had? Were you residential? Were you commercial or were you both? 
Yeah, we were mainly residential with some light commercial. Okay. Like nice. office, office, office repaints and stuff like that. So office repaints. Um, so majority of what you do, we're, we're doing repaints. You weren't doing like new construction or anything like, not like that. Yeah, and we were, you know, um, we we were totally focused on you know just delivering a better experience to people and um we were never interested in you know i mean our our average gross profit was about 52 percent on all of our work uh because you know we focused really on the experience and uh, a lot of effort building a good team and and things like that so we're we're pretty uh pretty blessed it was a good time Good, good. I, I have to ask, I've, I've been asking some guests in the blue collar world because it's interesting when we hear these, the background of the story, but did you have, have you, before you were a painter, was there college? Were you attending a school? Uh, did you have a different direction that you were going? Um, no, in fact, I did, I did everything I could to not be a painter. My uncle was a painter. <laughs> my grandfather was a painter. Um, I had to feed my family. I got out of the Marines and uh, worked for my uncle who I worked for in high school, who was a painting contractor. And, and I, I had a lot of, uh, dis, you know, despite being in the core, despite a lot of success and awards and recognition and good shit there, it was, um, I still had a lot of head trash that I was dealing with. And I, I always thought I was stupid. I barely graduated high school, um, tried college for a semester. I played football and as soon as football was over, I dropped out of college cause I was failing everything. Then I joined the Marines. So, um, so yeah, I, I never, uh, um, uh, you know, I think I grew up in an era and I think our country is kind of still in that era, starting to come out a bit. But um, I think one of the reasons that we have such a hard time finding skilled labor um, and people going in the trades is, you know, for years, our country has been telling people, if you don't go to college, you're stupid, you know, and that the, trade, the trades are a good fallback option. And I, I call BS on that. I mean, I the, the, tr the trades are an amazing first option because you get to work your skills. You get to be creative. You get to make a ton of money. Um, if you can get out of your head, you know, deal with the crap between your ears. That's what the contractor fight's all about. Um, mm -hmm. You can make a killing. There's no reason that if you've been in business for more than five, six years, you shouldn't be making 200 a year in your pocket. Oh, so. absolutely. So let, let, and, and you hit some good points. I, I will, I will want to, I do want to echo that. That's one thing we've talked about on this podcast is, you know, don't, don't fight the trades. I mean, I, I remember growing up and my father was a maintenance worker, but he owned a woodsmith shop. Mm -hmm. um, and he always told me, don't go to trades. You don't want to be trades. You don't want to be blue collar. Everything blue collar in my house was bad, but yet I saw yep. my father do it. And I love my dad, but there's times, there's times I want to kick him now. I'm like, man, I wish I would have done this right out of high school, immediately yeah. out of high school. I, and, and at 40, I'm, I'm, I'm where I want to be now. It's fine. But I'm like, man, that, those, those 20 years from 20 to 40, mm -hmm. I missed a lot. I thought it was white collar doing stock, wearing a tie, a suit jacket to customers who never saw me. <laughs> yeah. So. I, yep. I totally, I totally get that. And, and I'm glad that you said that. So, so let's go forward. You sold your company. You're in Colorado now. How did the fight camp, the fight contractor come? Cause that was when I saw your name, I'm a big MMA fan first off. So when I saw mm -hmm. your name, anything fight related, I'm like, Oh man, this is good. But it kind of took me a different direction. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's see what this is about. How did you come to this? Because you're such a, for those that don't know, 
you, you say the headspace, and I love that terminology. You are such a motivational person that when you speak, I if people don't stop and listen, I kind of wonder what's in their headspace. Like, how do we get them mm. out of that? Yeah, well, you, you know, that's, you know, after working with, um, you know, so many contractors as a coach and as a speaker and doing workshops and looking at my own successes and failures, you know, I've come to realize, and, you know, I'm certainly not the first to say this, but um, 90%, I believe 90% of our success in anything comes down to our mindset. And that's, um, and in business in particular, it's 90% what's between our ears and 10% math, you know, and the math's easy. You know, we got calculators and spreadsheets and stuff that'll do the math. So, um, you know, the contractor fight started truly as a way to help home improvement contractors get out of their own way, man. I, you know, I've sabotaged myself for years and just about every person I've ever met um, has had to overcome some sort of crap between their ears. And so the contractor fight was started as a way just to bring respect and dignity back to the trades. And it all starts with um, learning to take control of what we talk, what we say to ourselves, and what we allow in our heads. So, you know, the majority of our coaching and stuff that we help people with is, is uh, getting their heads right. So one of the things that <clears throat> when you say headspace and, and you're, you're right with the mindset, 90% of it is really, you know, that mindset, you, you can have whatever you want. Now, if your goal is a million dollars, you better be able to put in the work. That grind has to be specifically a good grind and, and a good mentality. But um, when you say between your head, I want to I want to kind of break that down if you can. Mm -hmm. I know it's, it's probably hard to break it down. But as a contractor myself, I've learned that uh, and I and I talk about this a lot is that you got to know your value. I think that's where for me, mm -hmm. the people that I communicate with is they don't know their value. They go to a job site. And they may pull up and see another truck there. And they immediately think, okay, well, man, this guy, he's probably going to bid it for 6000 Maybe I'll come in at five. And, and money is money. But it's having the right conversation with the customer and knowing your value. How would you – is there a way – is there a thought process that you feel that that breaks down in your, in your mind so you can confidently say, hey, look, this is a $7,000 job. This is what we're going to give you. Do you see well, that with yeah. contractors and what you're dealing with? Well, yeah, we're making assumptions. You know, we make assumptions that the customer only cares about money. And so that would be one example of, you know, one of the thoughts that we often care, carry with ourselves, um, you know, that we need to deal with. So what you tell yourself, you keep telling yourself people only care about money or they don't want, they're not going to pay my price. Then you're going to come to believe those things. And when you believe those things, then you're going to act on those things or not act on them. And then those are the results you get. So for instance, if I tell myself, um, man, nobody ever, nobody ever made money in my family. I'm just going to, if I can just make a living, you know, um, I'll be happy. We tell ourselves that a lot. I just want to have enough to make a living. Well, if that's the, the thoughts you're telling yourself over and over and over. Eventually you're going to believe that. So what you got to do is you got to flip it. You got to say, I'm capable of making whatever amount of money I want to make. Making money's easy. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not destined for this. And the more you tell yourself that, the more you believe it in your heart. I don't mean to get all woo-woo on people here, but the point is, is you No, we, we, we want the woo-woo. Yeah. Your thoughts, your thoughts, your thoughts simply become your beliefs. 
your beliefs become yeah. your actions. If you don't believe you're worth, you know, a thousand bucks a day in your pocket as a contractor in your pocket is the key phrase, then you will never yep. take the actions that are going to get you there. And so I know um, what I know what you mean by in your pocket. Yeah. But for those that don't know, what do you mean? Explain that. What do you, when you say in your pocket, yeah. you literally mean you have a thousand in your pocket. What are you paying yourself? Not yep. not overhead, <clears throat> not other bills in the business, not your employees, not your materials. And so I think, um, you know, there's a couple, you know, to, to the example you gave about you pull up and, oh, they'll never pay seven grand for this. Well, if that's what it costs, that's what it costs. You know, yeah. most contractors, um, they price their work based on what the going rate is or many other factors when in reality, you need to base your work, uh, price your work on what does it cost me to produce this thing? Okay, so let's just say you're going to spend a thousand bucks in uh, material and you want to pay your, and you work alone. Let's just say you work alone. You want to make, you want to, today you, you want to just start making 500 bucks a day, uh, take home you know well then you got to figure out what else does it cost uh me to run the business right so you -hmm. figure all those things in um and that's the number we tell people all the time figure out what the job is going to cost you to do multiply it by it by at least two so you're marking it up a hundred percent at least and that's where you sell it um and so people in our programs and in our world and our you know that implement these strategies they're literally you know, I'm thinking of one guy right now, he's paid off over $100,000 worth of debt in 2020. Uh, and, he's, nice. uh, and he's increased his personal income four times, like four exed it already. And yep. over, over what he made last year. And it's because he simply said, this is what I'm worth. This is what I'm charging. And where most contractors are calling BS on this right now, they're going, yeah, but, you know, um, that's not what the other people are charging and this and that. And so, guys, you want to get bold. Um, you got to get more leads. You got to be focused on marketing. It's easier to sell when you have a lot of leads uh, because you mm-hmm. can be bold. And I think you got to get yourself some <clears throat> sales training. A lot of crap, you know, a lot of a lot of the results people are having. Any top performer in any business that's selling and making money, they've learned how to sell. Selling is not going out and talking about the nap of the roller and your high quality work. Nobody gives two shits about your quality. Uh, if you're, if they're not able to be heard. And what I mean by that is we, we go to where we're comfortable in the sales process. We're comfortable with technical stuff. I'm, I'm asking guys to look in the mirror and learn how to connect with another human being, how to ask the right questions, how to shut your mouth and sell around the motive of the customer, not the reasons you think they should buy, but the reasons they, they, they want to buy. Yeah. No, that's perfect. I have I have a contractor friend in Florida and his biggest hurdle was underselling himself. Mm-hmm. And he realized that when he shut his mouth and opened his ears, he gained more business. Yeah. He would go to a home and say, Hey, I want my kitchen done. But the homeowner would say, Yeah, we want to get these cabinets done and, and oh yeah, you know, do you do baseboards? And he started listening and he was able to walk into a home where it was just a phone call to repaint the kitchen walk out with a $10,000 job to do cabinets and three of the bedrooms mm-hmm. and the kitchen. Yeah. And he said that once he started learning that mentality, of which are taught, I'm using different words that you're using sure. though, but once that mentality of knowing your value and listening, because sales is, and I, you have a background in sales. I do as well. Sales are easy. The, the hardest thing about sales is learning to shut up. 
Yep. hundred percent. In my opinion. Well, yeah. So you talked about programs. I want to dive into this. You have some really cool stuff. Uh, we're going to get to all of them. You have a hundred K um, contractor program. You have a sales Academy and you have a contractor fight TV. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of information there, but give us a little breakdown of what these are for, because you can find these on your Instagram connected to your link tree. But what yeah. are these programs that if someone wants to reach out to you and, and they're feeling this motivation, because right now in, in COVID 2020 right now, I'm seeing this big shift in contractors. There's, there's those of us like your, your friend that you just talked about who's made more this year than he probably thought he would ever make. Then there's people out there that aren't getting any work at all. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't necessarily need to be that way. So what are these yeah. programs? At least those three, I know you have more, but those three are the ones that I pay attention to that you offer and that you do. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, I would, you know, if somebody's looking to get some tools to um, improve their business, improve their mindset, head to YouTube. It's free contractor fight TV, or they can go iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, and listen to the contractor fight podcast. We have, I don't know, over 300 videos and over 300 podcasts and, you know, a crazy amount of info there for free. Uh, We also have a free Facebook group called uh, the contractor fight where, um, you know, we got, I don't know, several thousand people in there that are helping each other out. So there's a ton of free resources for people who want to get better. So you can come into our world, never spend a dime and still get stronger as a business owner. So I want to be clear on that. Yeah. Um, for those people that want to move faster um, and get more help, we have the 100K contractor is exactly that. If you're not yet taking home at least $100,000 in your business, putting it in your pocket and bringing the bacon home to mama, uh, that's the program for you. We, you know, we've uh, got multiple group coaching calls a month, tons of resources, things like that for guys. And then our sales academy, it's called the Contractor Sales Academy. And teaches you how to sell, teaches you how to truly sell and connect with people. Now, you know, we have a few fundamental beliefs uh, in sales. Number one is you never go to somebody's house for an estimate ever again. Uh, you meaning doesn't mean you don't go meet them. Doesn't mean you don't, don't talk to people. What it means is you don't waste your time with people that are not going to be your good, be a good fit for you because that's a ton of your time every mm-hmm. year. Um, and so we teach people how to, um, make sure that before they go meet with somebody, they're actually your customer and they already know what it's about to cost and all those other things. And, um, the results of that are, you're going to cut your estimating time in half almost in most cases, and you'll never be typing up bids for people that aren't going to hire you. Um, and on the money side, you're going to sell your jobs at a higher profit margin because you're going to learn how to connect with people in a way where they're willing to find the money. So I would encourage people to start with our free stuff um, mm-hmm. because there's, I mean, we've got people that have been in the contractor fight community for years, never paid us a dime and they've, transform their business and their checking account and we're super proud of that so no you're doing an awesome job tom i mean if you look at your youtube you have 329 videos up i pulled it up you're averaging about fifty thousand views a video so it works Mm -hmm. this isn't uh we we talk there are people out there that are um i went to pca and i and i love the pca format i love what it brought to the painting community um, but one thing I did notice there is you have a lot of guys um, 
that are salesmen that own business. My wife went with me and mm-hmm. she att- she attended it with me and she's she was shocked about how many me- how many owners, male and female, were salespeople and realized I can make three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year and be a paint business owner. Right. All I got to do is sell the job and then hire the people to do the work. Mm-hmm. It really. It for me, and I'm the, I have a I have a huge sales experience. I used to do stocks. I, I worked at Discover Card and American Express. I've done those things where sales is is what my job was, and then being the contractor now, in the last six months, I, I've watched a handful of your videos. I've listened to them, and I've started that mentality of change. You know, I get a lot of people that ask me, "Well, how do you know this stuff?" And and I do tell them, "Like, hey, go listen to Tom. He, he's he's way ahead of the game than I am." with that with that motivation part and you do it what i love about you is you're so organic about it you don't give two shits if you're going to hurt someone's feelings and you tell them the way that it's going to be but you're also very authentic in that you've seen the real thing go through what makes you stand out to other people is that some of these men and women out there that are trying to sell these programs they've never stepped on a job site yeah well, I've been they broke. Never had Listen, that. I, I've been bankrupt and broke. I've, you know, when I started my painting business a million years ago, I, you know, I was sleeping on job sites, rolled up in a drop cloth for 20 minute naps while my, patch, <laughs> my, while my patches dried. And, and uh, I know what it's like to steal from your family, time and money. Um, and I've absolutely been there. And I also know on the flip side, what it's like to, to make a shit ton of money. And I can tell you, it's, it's a lot better making money. And the number one detriment to anybody who's listening to this, to their business is themselves and the way they think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if, if you believe that you can't make more than a hundred grand as a contractor, then you're right. You can't. You're not it's, going it's that to. simple. And so, uh, you know, you'll, you'll put in all this time and effort into learning about a spray tip or the nap of a roller, or the paint that you're putting on, or, you know, how to do this, that, and the other thing in the trade, but you won't, you won't make any investment in yourself as a salesperson. That's a problem. You got to ask yourself if you really want to be successful or not. You know, um, you know, it's, you'll go out and you'll drop, um, you know, God knows how much on tools or a new van or truck or whatever it is, but you won't drop five grand a year on yourself as a salesperson that I don't think you're a real business owner. If you're not willing to do that, you know, professional golfers go to the driving range every day. Right. Um, you know, when I was in the Marine Corps, we went to the rifle range. You got to practice. You have to rehearse. Um, Michael Jordan had a shooting coach. Most people don't understand that he paid someone Mm -hmm. to teach him the, the, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, how to shoot a ball and how to read defense. Kobe Bryant. I mean, we can go on and on. Joe Montana had a quarterback coach. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, and the so, greats and everything have a coach. And my my point here is is truly um, the tactics of sales in business are really easy. They truly are. You know, the word tracks, the scripts, all that other crap. But without the right thinking, without the right mindset, without the right beliefs, um, those aren't going to give you the impact that you want. That's why so many people struggle when they go get sales training is they just get a bunch of scripts and then they start implementing the scripts and what they're missing is the true art of listening and empathy and the spirit of the conversation and, um, you know, not making assumptions and really digging into the motive 
that's where we all. I refer short. to that as keep. I refer to this keeping it human. Yeah. I actually just hired my first salesman on my team. Mm-hmm. I know who he is. He's great at sales. He's great at understanding people because he listens. Yep. And he and he understands that. And he he's never painted in his life. Um, we we have him painting because I want him to understand some of the 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 things about painting that are important. Mm-hmm. But he's going to transition over to sales because it's he can walk in a room and sell anything. But as long as it's done honestly, I'm okay with it. That that's my biggest thing: keep you human, be honest, and give the customer what they want, not what they don't need. Kind of mentality. Um, one thing I want to talk to you about before I let you go. You have a new thing called We Live Unafraid. Mm-hmm. What is that? Let's talk about that, man. I love it. Oh, that's that's funny. I didn't expect that. Um, well, it's, I, it's, I, I know who you are. <laughs> I, I, I just don't comment on anything. I don't know why I don't. Yeah. I just, it's horrible. Well, well, listen, I'm man, bad I'm, at it, I'm, I'll admit. I'm an entrepreneur by nature. And I have, uh, uh-huh. I have some other businesses and things like that in different industries. And uh, this is a new apparel brand that we started. Um and it's really just, you know, we live in a world, This it's funny, you know, we, we're we starting to get, uh, um, you know, we, we put posts out about it and things like that. And it's crazy the comments that come back that people are making this political. Uh, it's not political at all. It's simply live your life in a way that you're unapologetically yourself, you know? And I think that's what our country needs. I think that's what our world needs. I think that that's what our families need where, um, you know, we only have so many days left right and i'm i'm 50 almost 51 here in a month uh less than a month um and we got to make every day count and that's where you know speak up stand up um you know empty yourself every day earn your success take your shots get uncomfortable that's what that's what being unafraid is about is so many of us just don't achieve the things that we want to achieve in our life because we let fear kick the crap out of us and so that's all that is it's just it's simply a a way to put it on people's radar um that you know it's time to get on a little bit uncomfortable it's time to Mm -hmm. you know not let fear you know kick your ass every day um and i tell you what one of my greatest fears is looking at my life looking back and you know not um not achieving the things that I wanted to achieve, not taking the shots that I wanted to take, always wondering what if. And so that's really what it's about is to encourage people, uh, you know, to, to really um, exactly what it says is, is not, not be afraid of anything. Yeah. You know? No, I, I, I love it. I don't take it political yeah. at all. I, I totally understand what you meant from it. And I think you're right. When you become, I know, and I know we're with the, the conversation is more geared towards, you know, contract business owners, but those of those that listen to this podcast, even if you're not a business owner and, and you want, because some people just know inherently that they may not be able to do it. And, and that's fine. You know, you know, your strengths and your weaknesses. And if you're willing to do it, like you said, it costs money. You're going to go to class. You know, I, we spend $10,000 on sprayers, Yeah. but at the end of the day, I got to put that money also into sales. I got to bring on the right people to do it. So whether you're the employee or the employer, you can achieve whatever it is you want. You have to push yourself. And if you're not uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear you complain on any social media. Well, I didn't get this or this customer said this. That That's on you. Yep. You know, um, not everyone's your customer. I, I say that a lot and I get a lot of spit back from it. No, you should approach everyone as your customer. No, I know. 
You know, someone, I mean, I have people that I walk in the house and say, well, you know, I can do these myself, but, you know, and, and then I'm like, okay, well, we charge $165 a cabinet door and they have 80 doors. Like, man, that's way that, you know, I'm like, well, go ahead. I mean, if you want to do it, but it's, it's a different mindset mentality. Mm-hmm. And those jobs we do close because I'm very, I'm very straightforward with them and I keep it human. Like you could do it. It's probably going to take you six months opposed to me doing it in two weeks. Yeah. And mama's happy. Right. I'm, I'm on that mindset. Mama's happy. You know, everything else is good. Um, where can everyone find you at, Tom? You're everywhere. You're on Facebook. You're on Instagram is where I follow you at, mainly on YouTube. But what's the uh, what's the best platform for everyone to get it? At least start to see who you are um, and, and get over to where you're at to, to, yeah. to learn from well, you. wherever they prefer to be, they could just type in the contractor fight, you know? So if, you, if you're a YouTube person, just type that in. If you're Instagram, jump there and, and we're, we're pretty dang active everywhere. Um, and I, I would encourage people to jump into the free Facebook group. There's a lot of good conversations going there. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a community where we don't let just anybody in. We have about 3,800 members, um, in the free group we've kicked out over 10,000 um so for for being idiots or not owning their crap there's yeah. a cover charge you got to own your crap meaning you have to do a post within 24 hours of joining the facebook group that yep. that where you own something in your character that's been holding you back from success so it might be hey i'm a wuss when it comes to talking about money with my customers that's owning your crap you know i'm yep. uh you know i let procrastination kick my butt every day and I need to get my head on my tail, whatever it might be. So that's, that's owning your crap. And, and, you know, cause we, we would rather have a group of uh, the right few than the, than the wrong many. And, and mm-hmm. we've been able to keep a pretty decent quality of people in there for a free group. I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. So. Yeah. You, you know, you're not unapologetic and I love that straightforward. Well, Tom, I know you got to run. It's been awesome talking to you. I appreciate it. We'll, we'll be in touch. Go, go visit him. If you're going in to grow your business and, and you know you want the success that you deserve, you, your group is the best group on the, that I know of, that I follow, that is, is encompassed directly towards the contractors. And we don't need to be a painter, too. I want to make that very yeah. clear. You don't need to be a painter to, to follow your format. It goes to any type of blue collar. I mean, even white collar if you wanted to get that far into it. But blue collar people this is one of those programs that's going to work. And with over 300 videos on YouTube, you're going to learn something and you're going to realize that, you know, if you want to grow bigger, you know, instead of a hundred thousand, maybe your goal is 200 invest money into your programs because they're very beneficial. Well, I appreciate that, man. It's been a, been a pleasure and I appreciate you having me on today. All right, brother. You have a great day. I'll talk to you Sounds later. Good. You, Thank you. you Tom. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.